0: Vata, we are talking about Vata state of depression in this episode. The whole creation is sheltered underneath the umbrella of Vata. In this life, we live in the space element of Vata and breathe the air element of Vata. According to Ayurveda, literal translation of Vata is wind. The proper flow of wind. What that means is movement. Movement is crucial in keeping the human body in balance and more importantly, contented. It governs all the movements of our mind and body. Everything from big to small movements inside our bodies is governed by the king of doshas, Vata. The movement of one thought to the other as I am recording this podcast is the function of Vata. The blinking of my eyes as I record this post is also Vata. Feeling nervous Who all will be listening to this episode is also Vata Dosha in action. It's called the king of Doshas because when Vata gets imbalanced, it brings down with it the Pitta and the Kapha Dosha. That's why it is crucial to pacify imbalanced Vata. Before we start exploring Vata state of depression, Here is something interesting I would like to offer. My three unconventional tips to avoid for Vata-dominant people. The number one that tops the list is no passive-aggressive behavior. In my experience, I have observed a common denominator in my Vata-dominant clients. That is chronic passive aggressive behavior. In fact, I would not be wrong if I could say the middle name of Vata people is passive aggressive. (laughs) Laugh out loud. It is not everyone who is Vata dominant that will exhibit passive aggressive behavior. I am saying most of the majority when vata is imbalanced, fall in this category. And mind, being spacey and airy, it over-aggravates the passive-aggressive behavior. How is this manifested? You will see them procrastinating anything and everything from small tasks to big projects when vata mind is off the trail. Taking days or weeks to reply emails, voice messages, texts, or completely ignoring to respond to people contacting them in life. More scary is fully committing to doing a project when they are all excited and then not showing up to doing the job. This has to be fixed per Ayurveda wisdom because this adversely impacts the subtle emotional sheath called Manomai Kosha. And this being a subtle spiritual sheath, it does not cooperate with the passive-aggressive behavior. It translates this to being untrue, disloyal, liar. And this in fact creates friction in the astral emotional body, causing huge, huge imbalance in the air element of the mind. This can be successfully fixed with Ayurveda and spiritual lifestyle and every time I see positive results in my clients, it makes my day. Second on the list of my three unconventional tips to avoid For Vata-dominant people, avoid too much sex. This is a delicate and sensitive topic but needs to be addressed. There are many sutras written on sex, when, how, how much for every dosha to indulge in this act of intimacy. According to Ayurveda, Vata-dosha personalities are advised to indulge in moderate sex because they don't have the luxury of optimum ojas and are generally weak in their digestive agni. But Vata personalities, generally speaking, love to indulge more in sex compared to Pitta and Kapha personalities. I call this creation's unexplained contrasts of life. Having too much sex and keeping their mind only on the physical plane dries out their rasa, mojo, in life and they are easily drowned in depression and life seems meaningless quite often for them. Again, Ayurveda comes to rescue and has proven remedies to correct the behavior by uprooting the mental and physical imbalance. Third on the list of unconventional tips to avoid for Vata-dominant people is avoid intense drama in your life. Vata element made up of the two subtlest elements in creation is super sensitive And it soaks everything that that you take in with your five senses. Avoid violent, aggressive movies, books or anything overly dramatic in life. Be careful how you spend your leisure time. What kind of content you watch on TV. What kind of books you read. What kind of friends you mingle with. And more importantly, don't invest in any relationship that takes a toll on your emotional personality. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Shri Namaste everyone. Akshata again. Today we are going to talk about Vata state of depression. This is the last part of the depression series I started. We started off with the first part on depression. According to spiritual yogic philosophy, the second part was about understanding kapha state of depression, and the third part was about uncovering the rage of pitta depression. Today, we come to the end of depression series by understanding the vata phase of depression. We all know the two subtlest elements that make up vata are air and ether. As they are subtle elements, so is the vata state of depression being subtle in different shades and forms. This state of depression is definitely not pronounced and is always subtly hidden between the words they speak or write. Let me share with you few examples that might make sense of what I'm saying. These are pulled from my observations with my clients, my interactions with acquaintances in life, and also by simply observing people that cross my path. When I receive emails with lot of emojis, exclamations added throughout in the email, which are really unnecessary, are red flags for me. And in my experience, the person almost always turns out to be a vata-imbalanced personality. It is almost given that they will not follow through with the Ayurveda lifestyle. They begin for sure, but in just a few days, something else takes fancy and they start riding that newly found excitement. It's very sad but true. The Vata imbalanced mind just loves to keep running wherever the wind of excitement takes them. One of my clients had written long emails just after starting on the Ayurveda lifestyle I had recommended. She had printed in color all the recipes from my ebook, she had watched all the videos I had requested, had made diligent notes praised me heavily in her emails, saying I'm the God-sent mentor to her. But deep down, I had a strong feeling. She's going to disappear as fast as she has gotten herself excited on this. Lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. She lost interest all of a sudden and sent me an email saying that her best friend is doing a 30-day diet with no carbs, no fats, and she's going to do it with her. She didn't give me a chance to even respond and let her know how detrimental the diet with no fat and carbs would be for the imbalanced Vata mind. For a Vata imbalanced mind, words are nothing but sound bites. In my experience, they respond in excitement created by Vata and anything that is created by Vata energy is never concrete unless it is backed by the untuous grounding energy of Kapha. Typically, you will see they will never give you concrete dates by when they will respond to you they will never give you a clear time frame when to call or receive their calls. It will always be vague, using the words, soon I'll reply back or call back. The word soon can be few months or never in the imbalanced Vata Dictionary. Sadly, this is one of the forms of subtle Vata phase of depression, they don't like to commit to anything. They love to keep things status quo in their mind. And you know why? Vata imbalanced mind does not know how to say no. They can never be direct and say no. It will always come hidden in passive aggressive behavior. They will use their creative vata energy and come up with myriad of excuses of not meeting with you not calling you but will never end it saying sorry I cannot do it this time they will always always stretch it to keep it open and the poor person on the other side of the equation after trying for few times will give up on them but they will never end it by saying no. If they do it, then they are in a vata-balanced mind. I think you will all agree here, vata mind is an ardent dreamer and with their creative energy, they dream big. But to make it concrete, or in other words, to manifest their big dream, they need to ground their vata. This is the most common form of Vata state of depression where they dream big, they promise big, but unfortunately, they cannot work on manifesting that dream or promise because they don't know how to ground their Vata. One of the easiest remedy to fix this subtle Vata depression is to start practicing this mantra. Mean what you say, and say what you mean. If you said you would call someone, do it, or else send a message saying you cannot do it. It's that simple, but keeping it open-ended in a status quo position deeply hampers the Manomai Kosha of the Vata mind. Mind, being the air and the ether element, you can either use it your advantage and make the whole creation as your canvas to build your creativity or you can slump into depression with the same air and ether element of the mind. Let's talk about prana, the intelligent cosmic energy that keeps us healthy and alive. It does belong mainly to vayu which is vata dosha in vata phase of depression the life energy prana is deeply impaired because the subtle byproduct of vata is prana the suppressed or blocked life energy in the body portrays life to be lonely indifferent dull and boring this kind of depression which mainly lacks prana takes its roots while growing up it might be childhood trauma physical or mental abuse while growing up wrong upbringing sexual abuse neglect lack of love and understanding not having the right nurturing environment impairs their root chakra muladhara which is responsible for stability and security in life. They never get a chance to build their self-esteem and self-confidence. Sadly, in my experience, I have seen them roaming from one city to another, from one country to another. I call them Vata Gypsies. They don't have a concrete plan or a goal in life. Their only ambition is to explore world and never get settled in one place because that makes them claustrophobic. This kind of vata depression has many emotional, psychological issues to resolve and their act of moving constantly shows they are not ready to confront and correct the imbalance. This kind of Vata depression where Prana Vayu is deeply affected and Ojas is completely dry makes me really sad. It takes a lot of time, focus, attention and nurturing to get them to start believing in life again. Now, let's see some tangible signs of Vata phase of depression. Up until now, we were seeing fairly subtle aspects of imbalanced Vata. During my corporate years in IT, I have come across quite a few women who stopped having periods completely. When they were in their early 30s, I would say. And more scary is they didn't want to get this issue fixed. That is a clear sign of vata overload in the tissues, especially the reproductive tissues in the body. Menstruation in women is not a nuisance. It is a very sacred process of detoxification, rejuvenation of the whole body and mind and stopping it before its natural secession is very harmful for mental and physical health, according to Ayurveda. When you start observing these women, you will notice their personality, body language, their mental makeup starts to move away from the feminine construct. When you look at them, they seem to be very dry rough and pale in their appearance, as though life is sucked out of them. This kind of depression has its roots in emotional trauma and needs to be addressed. Ayurveda has amazing results for such cases and I really hope women take natural treatment to address this and not ignore Another tangible sign of Vata phase of depression is hyperactivity disorder that I have observed in kids in my friend circle. In today's world where both parents are equally vested in climbing up the career ladder not giving sufficient time and attention creates mental instability and insecurity in the kid's young fertile mind and this kind of disorder mainly develops to seek attention, to be seen and heard by the parents and also expecting a lot from the kid to be an all-rounder also puts immense stress on the young mind. Our whole nervous system is governed by vata dosha. So everyone, irrespective of what dosha we are, we all face some kind of fear, anxiety. We also might occasionally procrastinate things and also exhibit passive-aggressive behavior once in a while. All this can be normal as life can never be perfect, right? But we should pay attention to see if this has become our lifestyle. Then we know the imbalanced Vata has taken a hold on us and that definitely needs our attention to correct and pacify it. I will share few practical tips on how to manage the imbalanced Vata mind. The first one which I have already shared Try to practice the mantra, mean what you say and say what you mean. Please don't commit to something randomly. Try to use your words as promissory notes and you will see how miraculously your vata starts to come in control. Living a high integrity life is directly connected with vata dosha. The more true you are to your higher self the more you will learn to explore the mass creative power of this spiritual Vata energy. You will start living life with wisdom born intuition. What more can anyone ask for? Having a spiritual routine called as sadhana in yogic philosophy helps to combat vata imbalances big time. This has nothing to do with religion but making time to know your higher self is spiritual routine. In my opinion, paying attention to life is spiritual. Doing regular deep breathing, pranayama helps. Especially Anulom Vilom Alternative nostril breathing and kapalbhati pranayama really help to combat vata depression of any kind. These pranayamas work best when practiced first thing in the morning at sunrise. The tool of introspection works like a road map for vata mind. Let me repeat it. The tool of introspection works like a road map for the vata mind. Running your day at night, how did you do? What worked? What didn't? A true yogi never forgets to introspect. Until we introspect, we will never know where we need to change and where we need not change. Introspection alone can start grounding vata dosha. It is that powerful. Having a warm cup of milk with organic rose petal jam called gulkand in Ayurveda works amazingly well for vata mind and pitta heart. Rose has the power to heal wounds per Ayurveda and is excellent to calm vata and pitta dosha. Have meals that are nutritiously delicious, warm, and unctuous foods. I will share some recipe links in the description for you to try out. So please don't forget to check the description for the recipes. Fire rituals with chanting mantras work on the subtle five koshas to heal deep rooted. Psychological trauma. Include good amount of homemade organic ghee. It is the best medicine for the Vata mind. Soaked nuts and seeds in moderation are also good. I hope these tips help. If you or anyone you know is experiencing Vata state of depression, please take action. We cannot afford to ignore vata as it will bring down pitta and kapha down with it. Almost 80% of all diseases have their roots in vata, says Ayurveda. So please take time to heal yourself if you are going through any kind of vata imbalance in life. Ayurveda works wonders. If you want more information or are interested in adopting Ayurveda lifestyle in your life, please contact me by email which is in the description box. I would love to hear from you. How did you find all these episodes on depression series? Were they helpful? Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Please do share these episodes with your family and friends to spread the wisdom of Ayurveda. Thank you for your time today. Until we meet again, Namaste. <speaking in foreign language>